0: Welcome back to Big Lez's League. I cannot believe we are where we are right now this year. How quickly has this season gone? I've been saying it pretty much all year, but we're finally at the preliminary finals. We're finally at the grand final qualifiers. Absolutely insane and crazy to think that the Warriors are in the fourth position. They are going to the grand final qualifiers against the Brisbane Broncos. And to think that after all, All they've been through over the past three years, obviously with COVID, obviously with the dramas, with their players, having to loan players from other clubs at one point as well, uh, you know, being towards the bottom echelon of teams, being towards the bottom end of the ladder each year for a number of years. They are finally here in the grand final qualifiers and I did not expect it to happen this year. I don't think anyone expected it to happen this year, but it's happened and it is absolutely insane. So, Going into this coming weekend, we have the Panthers taking on the Melbourne Storm, and we have the Broncos taking on the Warriors. We'll start off with the Panthers v. the Storm game. All this video is going to do is just go through the two games, uh, basically compare it to what I had for the finals challenge, uh, and then obviously go... go through where I went wrong, where I went right, and what we think is going to happen in these two games. Obviously, you're going to get much more of an in-depth breakdown in the previews of these games. And obviously, when the lineups come out, we'll do another reaction to the lineups, as we've been doing for each week of the finals. Uh, But going into these games just lightly and sort of reacting to you know, how I had it and how it's turned out. So actually going back to this finals bracket, I actually had the Roosters beating the Melbourne Storm. Now, I obviously tipped the Melbourne Storm in that game uh, to get the job done over the Roosters. But in the finals bracket, I actually had the Roosters. I actually thought I backed Melbourne. But, you know, I was wrong and I guess I'm pretty much 0 for 2 going into this week. I'll take uh, the punishment there. I actually thought that I did tip Melbourne but I ended up tipping the Roosters instead Uh, and that was obviously when I put it in at the start of the final series before obviously they had all of their injuries but uh, Melbourne got the job done 18-13 over the Roosters and I think the Roosters were so unlucky to go out like that. A lot of fight in that game. They were really um, you know, scaring Melbourne a little bit with their style of play. they were, I guess, you know, um, very, very competitive. Their forward pack was, you know, keeping this side on the front foot. James Sedesco was keeping his side in the game as well. The Roosters were on the front foot a lot more than the Storm were, and that's really big going into this week against the Melbourne uh, against the Panthers. Sorry for Melbourne, because if they can't keep up with the pace uh, with, Pen- with Penrith, who have obviously had the week off then, you know, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how that game turns out. We could be seeing a flogging here uh, for the Panthers and Melbourne Storm game if they play like they have over the past two weeks. Um, But, yeah, look, I mean... (laughs) Uh, unlucky for the Roosters. Obviously, they thought they'd won the game with a field goal. Uh, but then Melbourne creeping back late to get the win, 18-13. Uh, and then New Zealand absolutely destroying the Newcastle Knights. Now, I thought it was going to be the other way around. I thought that the Newcastle Knights were going to come in and have an absolutely massive game. Uh, but they weren't. And obviously, the New Zealand Warriors flumped, uh, flogged them here, 40-10, to saying how Sean Johnson uh, makes a ton of difference, a ton of difference here for this Warriors. Yeah. Fit so. Looking at Penrith v the Melbourne Storm going into this uh, g- this coming weekend, going into the preliminary finals. Uh, the last two games that they played against each other, Penrith have won both of those. Uh, the one this year in August, and obviously in June, uh, they most recent one they won twenty six to six. But the one before that they won thirty four to sixteen. So they've beaten them both times this year. Uh, and by 13-plus margins as well, and that's against the Melbourne Storm. I think their pack is a little bit underwhelmed. I just feel like Penrith are going to have more of the fight. I really do. I honestly think that it would be a tighter game against some of the other sides in the top eight uh, rather than the Melbourne Storm. I think that over the past two weeks, uh, I think they've you know, played their finals games a few weeks prior. I think they peaked a little bit too early for me uh, and they're starting to pay the consequences and pay the price for that as well because I think that it's going to be a very hard game uh, against the Penrith Panthers. I really do. I think it is going to be a 13 plus game. I think that the Panthers are going to win this one and win quite convincingly as well. But look, for me, the only way to fairly compare these two teams is to compare the team list from their last game and pretty much pick player by player and then we'll determine who uh, the better outfit going into this game is going to be and thus who wins the game. Now... Could we potentially see uh, Jerome Luai back in this side? Maybe. Do they rush him back? I'm not sure. I don't know how long he's still got left. I'm pretty sure he's still got another week or two um, out before he can come back. I think it's about four to five weeks, maybe more than that. Uh, four shoulder injuries to heal. But I don't imagine he's going to be back at least until uh, maybe if they make the grand final, we could see Jerome Luar return, but I don't know. I'm not too sure about that one. Uh, Cogger, though, I think has been doing quite a good job, and I think that... Um, At the moment, he's really suiting this side with the footy that he's been playing. He's really been playing some good football in the sixth and I guess covering for Jerome Luai quite well. But he still are lacking a little bit of what Jerome Luai provides for this side. So, uh, look, as I said, it's going to be very, very interesting when we go through player by player here. So, judging off their last game. Now, this is with Luke Garner at center. Um, Let's go through player by player. So, Dylan Edwards v Nick Meaney. I think I've got to go Dylan Edwards here. he's uh, support play is first class. Nick Meaney is sort of like a 2nd 5'8 in terms of his kicking game. Dylan Edwards is very similar to Tedesco. His running game, uh, you know, just some of the tactics that he used when he runs. His support play, he's always there for an offload. Um, you know, very, very quick as well. Very, very explosive. Provides a lot of X-Factor. Ball playing as well. Uh, his first class from Dylan Edwards. Uh, he really suits this uh, Penrith side. I'm going to go Dylan Edwards would slightly... Although, as I said, Nick Meaney, sort of like a second 5'8", has a bit of a kicking game on him. You know, support play is quite good. I wouldn't say it's as good as uh, Dylan Edwards, but it's definitely quite good for, you know, a guy that has sort of moulded into more of a fullback, obviously playing a lot of wing at the Bulldogs um, and uh, at at the Melbourne Storm while he's been there for the past year and a half, two years. uh, He's played a lot of wing. He's played the full season this year at fullback uh, and he's sort of starting to... Uh, fit into that Melbourne Storm side. Connecting very well with that spine, but yes, still got to go with Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards, one more comps than Nick Meaney. Got to go Dylan Edwards. Uh, Sania Taruva um, versus Will Warbrick. A decent a little matchup there, I'm probably going to go the way of Sinead Taruva, just the way that he's such a competitor this season and especially over the past few games as well, he has really improved. A lot of talk about him being the Rookie of the Year. In terms of the size advantage though, you got to give it to Will Warbrick. I think that he's going to get up there for the kicks um, off the boot of Cam Munster. He's definitely got the size advantage in the year but then again, we did see Sinead Taruva compete with someone that had a size advantage over him as well and absolutely absolutely killed it. He is such a competitor. He really fits into that. Penrith Panthers outfit, and you've got to forget he's playing. You can't forget he's playing out of position as well. You know, he is a fullback. We obviously played fullback for Fiji and absolutely killed it as well. Uh, coming into this side, playing wing for majority of the year. Uh, such a competitor. One of my favorite rookies um, coming through at the moment, Sinear Taruva. Absolute weapon. Uh, definitely a massive shout for Rookie of the Year, and he would deserve it if he got it. I think he will get it. Uh, will Warbrick via Sinear Taruva? I'm going to go for Sinear Taruva. Brian Toto um, going up against Remus Smith, and as I said, going through the most recent lineup here. I'm going to go for Brian Toto, the post contact meters he provides. Uh, he's played a lot of rep football as well, Brian Toto. He's been in big games before and killed it. He is great under pressure. I think that he is going to kill it in this game. So, you know, so far, three from three to the Penrith Panthers for the back line. Uh, Luke Garner at center, you got to remember, at center uh, versus Marion Seve. Marion Seve is a very underrated footballer for me. I feel like he uh, is a really good competitor as well in that center jersey. Very, very tough runner of the football. He almost reminds me a little bit of Justin Olam when he takes those tough carries, those tough front-rower carries at the starter sets as well. Very tough uh, and really quick uh, when he gets into a bit of space as well, Marion Seve. Very, very dangerous. Luke Garner has really impressed me at centre, or at least in that game where he came in at centre two weeks ago for the Penrith Panthers, the last time they played. He ran some great lines. He filled in very, very well. Are we going to see him at Center again? Does Isaac Thggle come back into this side at Center? uh We'll have to wait and see Maybe Tyron Peachy gets a crack at Center going into this weekend at the moment. It's Luke Garner, and we're judging off the last game. I'm probably going to go with Marion Seve just because he's got more experience in the position at centre. I'm going to go with Marion Seve for that one. So uh, Melbourne obviously getting that one up. So obviously it is 3-1 at the moment. Uh, Stephen Crichton going up against Justin Olam. Now, both very tough competitors, but in terms of guys that kill it in the big moments, I've seen uh, Stephen Crichton kill it in a bunch of big moments as well. Yes, he's had some failures in big moments. Obviously, a lot of people remember that Origin series where he came in and he wasn't too good for the Blues, but he made up for that the following season for me. Uh, I I don't mind Stephen Crichton. I think that he uh, is a Going at centre, obviously going to fullback next year, but I think he's a way better centre. I think that he kills it every time he plays centre. Every time he plays fullback, I just, you know. The first thing that comes to mind is he's definitely not a fullback for me. I think that he's a great center, and I think that he's going to kill it in this game. If I'm comparing him to Justin Olam, I'm going to have to go Stephen Crichton. But we know how much of a hard hitter Justin Olam is. We know how much of a competitor Justin Justin Olam is. Uh, It is quite a tough battle, to be honest, but I'm going Stephen Crichton. Uh, He's got more wins under his belt for me. Um, Going up into the halves here, uh, Jack Cogger. Going up against Cam Munster, I mean, you've got to give it to Cam Munster. He is an absolute freak. Uh, you know, when once he gets a leg up or he sides on the front foot, he is so, so dangerous. Uh, and you never know what he's going to do. He's very unpredictable. Uh, he's probably one of the better 5.8s in the entire competition for me, and a lot of people will hold me to that. He is a very, very good player, uh, and a lot of people have compared him to the late, great Wally Lewis as well, and you can see it in the way he plays his football. Cam Munster, uh, Jack Cogger, for me, he's only had a few games at six. You can't compare him to Cam Munster. You just can't. I'm taking Cam Munster there. Nathan Cleary going up against Tyron Wishart. Now, we don't know if Jerome Hughes is going to be back going into this game against the Panthers. You bloody well hope he would be back. Uh, but going off the, the last lineups, which is Tyrone Wishart at seven, look... Again, it's the same deal here. You can't compare Tyrone Wishart to Nathan Cleary when Nathan Cleary has more runs on the board. I'm going Nathan Cleary here. In saying that, Tyrone Wishart was absolutely fantastic for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Yes, he had one or two errors in that game uh, against the Roosters. But other than that, he was fantastic for me, and I was really imp- I have been really impressed with him when he's come into this Melbourne Storm side over the past two weeks, obviously in that game against the Brisbane Broncos, uh, and then obviously against the Sydney Roosters, he was fantastic. So I'm going to go with Nathan Cleary, but Tyron Wishart, he showed us on the weekend how much of a competitor he really is for the Melbourne Storm. Uh, going into the forwards now, Moses Leota going up against, who was starting front rower in this side, like, taking a quick look at this lineup. Uh, Tuikamika Mika, I'm going to go with Moses Leota here. He has killed it this year. He's had a very big year, Moses Liotta. Uh Obviously, a few injuries at the start of the year, but he has been fantastic for the most part. Whenever he's been in this side, he has been unreal. So I'm going Moses Leota in that one. I don't think it's a really fair competition. I think that Moses Leota easily takes the cake. Uh, James Fisher-Harris going up against Nelson Asopa for Solomona. Oh, that's a big battle. That is a big battle. I feel like Nelson is a better bench forward. He comes on and provides a lot of impact. Uh, I'm giving the cake here to James Fisher-Harris. I think James Fisher-Harris has more runs on the board. Uh, I think that he is an absolute weapon, absolute weapon. He's been one of the better front rowers in the competition for a few years now. Um, I think that every time I've done an all-star lineup, whether it be with the guru, whether it be with whoever I've done, uh, the all-star lineups with people before, a lot of people have James Fisher-Harris as their first choice front rower and you don't need to really wonder too much why. He is an absolute weapon, absolute freak here. So I'm going with James Fisher-Harris. Mitch Kenny v. Harry Grant Again, you can't compare these two guys. I'm going Harry Grant. I'm going Harry Grant every day of the week. Uh, Absolute weapon, Harry Grant, and probably one of the better hookers in the competition. Going Harry Grant by a country mile there. Uh, Scott Sorensen going up against Trent Liero. Um, I'm going to go with Scotty Sorensen. Again, another guy I feel like he's better off the bench than starting, but he has killed it in the back row over the past few weeks when he's been in there uh, starting for the uh, Penrith Panthers. So, you know, I think that, again, he's going to kill it in this game. And I think that when you're comparing him to Trent Lario, Scott Sorensen has more runs on the board, so you've got to go Scotty Sorensen. Uh, then you would go into the next back rower matchup, which is Liam Martin going up against... Alicia Katoa. Now, Liam Martin has more runs on the board, so I'm going Liam Martin. But again, absolute competitor, Alicia Katoa. Absolute competitor. He had a big moment in that game against the Roosters, making a big tackle, which forced an error. I think it was in the second half. I had a few big moments in that game. He's had a few big moments over the past few weeks, Alicia Katoa, and he's really starting to, uh, you know, mold into first grade. Mold into first grade. It was obviously... Um, you know, in and out of first grade at the Warriors, obviously then signed with Melbourne and has killed it. Um, I think that he is really starting to fit in the first grade. It's going to be a tough battle for sure. I am going Liam Martin just because he has more runs on the board for me. Uh, that's what really, uh, you know, I guess leans over to Liam Martin over Alicia Kata. just the runs on the board. Uh, we go to Josh King going up against Isaiah. Yo. You got to give it to Isaiah. Yo here, uh, Quality lock forward in this competition. It's not even a fair battle. It's not even a fair battle. I'm going Isaiah Yo every day of the week. Uh, moving on to the bench, we have Bronson Garlic going up against Tyrone Peachy. Ah, fuck! It's a tough one. It is a very tough one. Uh, Tyrone Peachy, I feel like can just come on to more positions onto the field. He can come in in a lot of different places for you. I'm gonna go with Tyrone Peachy slightly. Bronson Garlic for me. I feel like he's playing in the wrong position. He is a great hooker when he comes off the bench, and he does, you know, provide Harry Grant with a bit of leniency there. Uh, Harry Grant has a bit more energy in the tank because uh, Bronson Garlic can take, you know, twenty to thirty minutes out of that game and give Harry Grant a bit of a spell, so he's more fresh coming onto the field for the Melbourne Storm. I'm going to go with Tyrone Peachy simply because of the fact he can come into more spaces for you and he can do more jobs for you. So I'm going for Tyrone Peachy here. Uh, Lindsay Smith going up against. Again, I've got to get this lineup up here. My mouse is not liking me today. Uh, Christian Welsh. Um, Obviously, Matt Eisenhuth going up against Christian Welsh. Christian Welsh, more runs on the board. You've got to go with Christian Welsh here. Uh, And obviously, an Origin former Origin front rower as well. Uh, He is an absolute workhorse, the captain of this side. You've got to go with Christian Welsh here. Uh, The next matchup is uh, Tom Sorry, going up against Spencer Leneu. Tom Eisenhuth has more runs on the board. Uh, Obviously, he can come in in the middle or on the edge. I feel like Spencer Leneu is just that impact front rower can just come on and go ballistic for about 10, 20 minutes. Uh, it's a tough one. If I'm going for who is going to have more impact off the bench, I'm probably going to go with Spencer Lien-U, But Tom Eisenhuth has more runs on the board. He can come on in more positions. Whereas you're talking about pure impact off the bench, you've got to go with Spencer Lien-U. So it's a bit of a 50 50 one for me. Gun to head. I'm going to go with Tom Eisenhuth just slightly. Again, can go on more positions off the bench for you. But In the impact department, if we're purely talking about impact... It is Spencellini for me every day of the week. Uh, and then the last matchup here on the bench is Zach Hosking going up against Tarek Sims. Tarek Sims has really come out of his shell over the past uh, two weeks, obviously in that first game, uh, you know, in that reserve grade game for uh, the Melbourne Storm against the Brisbane Broncos. He absolutely killed it. Then the following week uh, came off the bench and had a really red hot crack and there's been a bench forward for them ever since and a big part of their bench as well provides a ton of impact. And a ton of experience off the bench as well. Uh, he's exactly, I think, you know, a part of what they needed. They need some aggressive uh, and experienced, I guess, front rowers. It just suits their persona, the Melbourne Storm, off the bench. Um, so you've got to go Tarek Sims for me for this one. And again, more runs on the board for Tarek Sims. you got to go for Tarek Sims. Zach Hosking, though, can come off the bench in the middle. Uh, and go into the middle or go onto an edge for you, so he does uh, have that. But so does Tarek Sims, and Tarek Sims has more runs on the board, so you got to go for Tarek Sims. So uh, Penrith still the clear winners of that matchup, so you got go to go the Panthers to win that one, and then you go to the next game, the Warriors v the Broncos. Now, now look, I could sit here for the next ten minutes and do the side um, comparison. But I just don't think it'd be fair. I think you'd have to go with a lot of the Brisbane Broncos players uh, in this side just off the year that they've had. Patrick Carrigan, Payne Haas, Adam Reynolds, Ezra Mamm, you know, Reese Walsh has been fantastic, Katoni Starks, Herbie Farnworth, Selwyn Cobbo, I mean... I think it's pretty obvious that when you're doing this side comparison, the Broncos would win by a country mile. But you've obviously got guys as well that can compete, like Adam Fanua, Blake, that like Sean Johnson. Chance to clock star this year has been fa- been fantastic. Guys that can compete. Um, with this uh, Brisbane Broncos side a little bit making it a little bit more competitive, but I think you'd have to heavily go with the Brisbane Broncos here uh, in terms of the side comparison. It is still going to be a very close game for me, a very, very close game, uh, you know, with the way the Warriors started and ended the game against Newcastle, how they were able to be the dominant side throughout the entire game. Uh, Obviously, they had a big loss in Daniel Saifidi off the bench, but he was a bench forward in that game and he's been a bench forward for most of the Year, so it shouldn't have made too much of a difference. Um, You know, Callan Ponga, I feel like defensively was really, really solid, but when it came to attack, the Warriors' defence was so switched on that he just couldn't do a damn thing. He couldn't do a damn thing. He couldn't get his side into the front foot of this game, and it was very hard for the Newcastle Knights to do anything and that's the reason they only scored you know the one or two tries that they did score was because the Warriors were just so switched on in defence and aggressive in defence as well and I feel like if they bring that aggression against the Brisbane Broncos if they contain Reece Walsh like if they contained um, obviously Kalen Ponga, it's going to be a very interesting game I really do think it would be in terms of the side comparison though I think you've got to go with the Brisbane Broncos here I don't think it'd be fair for me to go through each player and compare because I think the Broncos would win by a country mile. But look, it's going to be very competitive. In terms of the rest of this final series, though, yes, maybe one or two changes uh, to how I saw it, but... Um, you know, I still think it's going to be a Brisbane and Penrith Grand Final. I do. I think it's going to be a very competitive game, the Brisbane Broncos v. the New Zealand Warriors. I think the Broncos do get up. Call me what you want. Call me a villain. Uh, I still think the Warriors are going to be very competitive, and if they win this game, it's going to be ba- off the back of their aggressive defense, off Sean Johnson's boot as well. He was fantastic in that game, off, you know, chance to go Clockstar's defense out the back there. Been so underrated all year. Um, off Adam Finol, Blake's impact in the front row, uh, really, really tough in the front row, whether it be in attack and defence. Torhu Harris as well, a real leader in the forwards. You know, <laughs> I think it's going to be a very tough game. You got to go with the Brisbane Broncos, though. So I'm still quite firm on it being a Brisbane Broncos and Penrith Panthers grand final. But that's my little reaction, I guess, um, to this finals series to these grand final qualifiers. Uh, Definitely a very interesting year. We didn't expect the Warriors to be in the finals. They've had a massive, massive year. Andrew Webster has to be the coach of the year for sure. He has done a terrific job. But yes, look, very excited for this week coming. It is going to be absolutely outstanding. Uh, A bit more of an in-depth rundown, obviously, when the sides come out and in the previews, but can't wait for this coming week of football It is going to be an absolute cracker. Now, the reviews uh, for last week, or should I say this week, because it's still Sunday, will come out tomorrow, will come out on your Monday as usual. Uh, So make sure you stay tuned for that. But that's my little reaction to these upcoming preliminary finals.